going on sports fans so check this out uh first of all i don't know why i gave you that interesting uh intro but you know uh we're gonna give you a little short intro just kind of playing around with some things today uh today i'm gonna give it get a little personal today i had a uh have a little a uh encounter that i had with my son i don't normally like to talk about family like that in the, in the podcast or at least you know personal family like that my my guy that doesn't really have any way to defend himself or no identity really so I don't really like to talk about that but I will make an exception today because there was something that very interesting that I learned uh, in speaking with you know hang, spending time with him and later on spending time with with my clients and I just realized that there's a very 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 big uh, uh, similarity with personal training and parenting. So we're going to talk about that today. Uh, Let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Episode number 224 of the TR Expert Talks. Lego! All right, so yeah, as I as promised, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, my little guy. I don't like to talk about him too much. As I said, you know, he's he's really young, and you know, I try to like him have like let him grow into his own identity and be who he is before I start making any assumptions or judgments or anything like that. But this isn't really about him per se as an individual growing up. It's just a matter of like my experience with him and an interaction that I had that really kind of made me understand what I am even doing here as a trainer, here as a human being on this earth in the first place. I really feel like, you know, this, uh, this last weekend. So kind of give you a little bit of a background when I go and visit my, I, I visit my son every Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Yeah, I see him every Sunday. I drive up three hours, spend four hours with him, drive back three hours. It's pretty much a full day. It's 10 hours, right? Six of it being in the car. And a lot of times the four hours is not really, you know, the it is what it is. So um, he's uh, he's going to be four soon, and you know he's uh, just starting to develop into his own, becoming his own little character. And yeah, the kid is smart, super smart. Uh, he must take after his mom. But <laughs> he is um, interesting in that how he's trying to express himself, and and uh, it kind of brings me back to when I was younger and thinking about life and like trying to understand how life worked and how people felt about certain situations and how I should respond and react and it's it's a complicated well all parts of life are complicated right but like when you're growing up you have really no reference you know like you don't have any other four-year-olds that you can consult and be like so you know so what did you do when you peed your bed you know or what did you do when your dad said we're not going to do that today. 
So there's, they don't really do that. They don't, you know, they don't have, they don't form little groups and stuff, and they don't find, form little masterminds at the age of three or four years old. So they kind of go off of instinct, and it's really, you know, it's really a, a deep dive into the raw emotion of human, of humanity and human beings, and what really makes us what we are, who we are, and what our desires really are deep down. You know, because a lot of us, we are all four-year-olds in our own sense, in our own way. The only thing is that, like, we aren't, we are have the ability to cover up and to mask our emotions and to mask what our true desires are with, you know, obviously having some social awareness and yeah, being, you know, you get it. Like, obviously, we're not running around just trying to fulfill all of our, all of our immediate desires because, uh, you know, this world wouldn't have ceased to exist if that would be the case for most of us. So, I had an experience with him, with my son today, or yesterday, excuse me, in which he was just not feeling well. And I tell you, it was like everything that I wanted to do for him just did not work. And if you have kids, or if you've ever been around young kids, you know that there's some times where you just cannot, you just can't help them. You just got to kind of figure it out on their own. And I've felt some type of way about that yesterday. I'm like, you know, as a parent, you want to be able to be somebody that can provide all the solutions and all the answers to every single encounter that your child run, runs across. You don't want to see your kid struggle. You don't want to have, have, have him or her have any obstacles in their life. You kind of want to take them away. But at the same time, something that we realize is that if you take away all the obstacles, if you make the, the path for your child easy, well then what is your, what is your child going to learn? Your child's going to learn to ask for help, great, but your child's not going to learn how to, uh, you know, solve issues on their own. Your child is not going to have any type of adversity in their life, and anybody that doesn't have any adversity, anybody that's, that's essentially coddled from day one, well then they're going to have some issues when it comes to obstacles in real life and when it comes to dealing like a you know emotional thing because like in life as much as you want to protect your children and as much as you want to give give them everything you have and especially if you have a lot of resources already you know like like I've seen family members they've provided more things than they probably probably should and it's not because like they was malicious or anything like that it's just honestly you want to you want the best for your child and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I see the same thing as a trainer for my clients. I want them, I mean, I pretty much want to do the push-ups for them, you know? Like, I try to prod my clients so they could do, and believe me, they like it. I mean, they, of course, I like it, they like it, they get results from it, but at the same time, because they're adults, they can kind of internalize some things and kind of separate some things, but... I would say that, as I've said many times before, it never pays off to be a weak individual, whether it's physically or emotionally or whatever it is. Like It pays for you to deal with adversity. It pays for you to go through strife and struggles so you can come out on the other end as a stronger individual. 
But the problem is that we've gotten so coddled over time, and I'm including myself in that. I had a pretty, I mean, I didn't have a great life, you know. I had a single mom and just times we didn't eat dinner and stuff. But look, I mean, in comparison to what my ancestors went through, what your ancestors went through, even just 100 years ago, where, you know, in 1919, we were hanging out in World War One and we're wondering if this world would even exist the following day. So we don't have bomb threats. We have kind of cool cars. We've got electricity that we could turn on at any time. You can get cold water whenever you feel like. I think you probably could get cold water back. But look, we don't even have like polio. I mean, polio was something that people literally would die from. We had a president that literally died from polio or had it was affected by polio. I'm not sure if he was he died, but anyways, Roosevelt, polio. So look, we've had diseases that were in our lifetime, well not in our lifetime, but that were in like uh, recent history that we completely eradicated. Like life is definitely better and easier for all of us. However, because it's been because it's easier and it's better, a lot of us have taken advantage of that and a lot of us have just have said, "Well, we deserve this." We deserve it because we've uh, worked together as humanity and that this is how it should be. However, like, as I said, you can't expect to get stronger. You can't expect to grow and progress and make things, uh, make the situation even better if you don't have any way of, like, understanding how to get through adversity. Essentially what a lot of people are, and, I mean, I don't want to call out anybody or anything like that, but like what a lot of people are, are just emotional four-year-olds. They just can't stand not being able to have the comfort of, you know, whatever, whether it be uh, their their resources or their go-to uh, addiction or their go-to uh, complaint or whatever. Whatever it is, everybody has their thing, and I'm, I'm including myself because I, you know, have times where I'm, you know, I'm not perfect. You know, I'd be like, I don't feel like doing. But look. We're all human beings. We are all allowed to every once in a while kind of succumb to our own weaknesses. But there's never an excuse to be a weak individual overall. At the end of the day, if you're a weak individual, the only thing you're doing is just hurting the rest of society. And you don't want that, right? I mean, who wants a, who wants a society of weak people that are just complaining about every single thing that's going on? Like, who wants a society where, every, where it's hot outside or where it's quote-unquote hot, where it's above 78 degrees and everybody's walking around talking about it's hot? Who wants a society where it's below 40 degrees and people are talking, walking around talking about it's cold? You know, I mean, that's kind of how it is nowadays. But, like, think about if, like we had the technology that we have now but yet we had the mentality that we had 150 years ago now there's some things like you know like for my ancestors it wasn't so good 150 years ago you know slavery jim crow and all that stuff but look like my ancestors got through that and I don't even know if I could get through that. I don't know if I could be sitting at a lunch counter and getting sprayed by fire hydrants and getting dogs sicked on me. I couldn't even imagine being in that situation where somebody said that, Jerry, you need to go to the back of the bus or Jerry, you can't eat at this counter. <laughs> you know, I mean, we as a species have grown from, you know, these Neanderthals that didn't really have anything but uh, had any grasp of like how to create anything 
to you know stone workers and iron workers and then we became and then we got a printing press and and then we got cotton gins and you know steam power and all this stuff and now we're like taking rockets to the you know rockets to outer space and we've got like over a thousand satellites like man-made satellites circling the globe yet we're probably the weakest will we we've been in a long time overall i mean i might be wrong i might be like a completely completely terrible misrepresentation of humanity but i mean if you really look at like how people are just complaining about words you know i mean i you know it is what it is like you could wherever you stand on that is where you stand on that but the way i look at it at the end of the day if you are adversely affected by someone else's actions or judgments well then you have not put in the work to be a strong individual and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It just means that you need to put in the work. I need to put in the work. We all need to put in the work because it's lifelong work. But at no point in time should you say that my work is done. I've done enough. I need to just sit back, relax, and be comfortable. Because that's not how it works. That's not how you become a good person yourself. That's not how you raise good children to be good people, to be strong, and to take on adversity. Because life and undoubtedly will have adversity. You know, there's no way that you can go through life without adversity. No matter how well you do in life, no matter how many millions you make in life, no matter how many billions you make in life, no matter how many friends you have in life, no matter how much spirituality you have in your life, you're going to go through adversity. And if you have not put in the work to be a strong enough individual to get through that adversity, well then my friend, then you are going to have some serious issues if you're going to ever try to honestly and legitimately be happy with your life. Now, I'm not saying that life is tough and you should just give up. I'm saying that life is tough and the only solution to that is to keep going, move forward, and get stronger. All right, well, that's what I got for you today, my friend. That's my Monday. I'm ready to head on out. I just finished boot camp not too long ago. Maybe this rant is a little bit about, like, the fact that I didn't see anybody at boot camp today for the third day in a row. So, um, look, if you're in the Ballot-Kenwood area, by the way, I would really appreciate it if you would tell your friends to meet me and my guy, Brian Nevison. Because he's a pretty cool guy, too. He's going to be running the Wednesday classes. But meet me on Monday at 6 p.m. or my guy Brian at 6 p.m. for his kin stretch. His, uh, it's, uh, it's like an athletic yoga, if you will. So, uh, yeah, check us out. Uh, you know, this was a uh, hopefully not too offensive to you. But, uh, you know, the, the, the point was not to be offensive. The point was not to be uh you know boastful or you know say that I'm better than you in any way because like I said I mean I said it a few times like I know that I needed that that I'm not the strongest I could be but the thing is that when you realize that you're not the strongest you could be as I said there's never any excuse to be a weak individual work on getting stronger in any way possible every way possible work on being stronger all right, so I'll talk to you soon. I really appreciate you listening whenever you're listening, whether it be Monday evening or Friday morning. I really do appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and you know share it with your friends and make sure that you write a rating or review wherever you're listening because I've been seeing that there's people all over the platforms and I got to find out where, where you guys are listening.
Yes, I would love for you to write a review, and I will try to see if I could find where in the world these reviews are coming from. They probably, for all I know, I have like 50 million reviews uh, on Bullhorn. So wherever you are, like I said, I do appreciate you listening. Tell your friends about it. Make sure you're subscribed. And as always, keep good company. Change my mind. I want to do a little conclusion to this. So, my conclusion, because I kind of went off on uh, the whole tangent of not being a weak individual, but the real, so the real purpose of this podcast episode is to literally tell you that I realize that with my son, at the end of the day, the most important thing is not that not to react to him, not to react to the situation, not to um, be upset about him not being, you know the perfect four-year-old or whatever you want to say. I mean, I love him. I love him because he's my son. But the thing is, the, what I wanted to point out is that, like, no matter what, no matter how upset someone makes you, if you truly do love them, then you will always be there for them. And I love my son. I love my clients as a trainer. I love them, you know, as, as, as the efforts they, they put in. I really love them as individuals, trying to make themselves better because when I see individuals trying to make themselves better, it makes me feel like I should be doing something to make myself do better as well. So you inspire me. Uh, I hope I'm inspiring you by trying to do the best I can to encourage you through my actions and encourage you through my words. And like I said, you know, everything that you do helps me feel stronger and I hope that it's reciprocal for you. I hope that whatever I do is also helping you feel stronger and, and standing in your, own, uh, in your own being and being that individual that will be there for whoever else that you need to be there for because we all need someone to be there for us and we all need to be there for someone. So that is the final ending. That is what I want to tell you is that I'll always be there for you if you want me to be. And even if you don't want me to be, because like I said, with my son, sometimes you don't know how to express your feelings when you're three, four years old. And you don't have a, you don't have a counsel, you don't have a mastermind, you kind of have to just think of things. And sometimes, just like any other human being, you can say things that might, you know, that might not be construed the right way. You know, like he t- had told me that he just didn't feel well and he didn't want anybody to be around. And, uh, you know, you only get four hours, you want to be like, hey, let's... I want to really spend time with you. I drove up three hours and I got to drive back three hours so I can spend time with you. But, you know, that's at the end of the day, if you truly are doing great things, your emotions, your feelings, they have to take a back seat. Because in the long run, if you're playing long game, then your immediate emotions mean nothing. If you're playing long game, then you have to think into the future. And sometimes, into the future means that someone may not know that they need you and they may not tell you that they need you and in fact they may tell you the opposite they may tell you that they don't need you but at the end of the day if you're a person of integrity and if you're someone that wants to really help out the universe your family yourself well then at the end of the day the most important thing is to let those people know those loved ones Or maybe you don't even have to let them know. But just always be there for the people that you say 
you will always be there for. Never waver. That's true love. All right, I'll talk to you soon.